I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. to the big payoff with Rachel Bellow and Suzanne Mushin on WGN Plus. Welcome to the big payoff. I'm Suzanne Mushin. I'm here with Rachel Bellow, who's my longtime business partner. And every now and then we do these segments that we call Off the Air with Rachel and Suzanne, where instead of talking about our usual segments on money and meaning and living your life in a way that matters, we just turn the mics on and let you listen and overhear conversations that we have every day, all day long. So here we go. Hey, Suzanne. Hey. Um, have you been in touch with Natalie? Because we really, we want to get her um, to put our show on her on her platform if possible. Have you well, been in touch with her? I've been in touch with her in every way that's humanly possible to be in touch with someone in today's world. I have emailed her, texted her. I resorted to my least favorite method of communication yesterday, which is that I Facebook messaged her. And and it's so I there's only one way to take it, which is either she's blowing us off or she is just unconscious in terms of her communication style, which makes me crazy. We know she's not blowing us off because she was the one who said to us, oh, you know, love you guys, want to do some business with you. I I know she's not blowing us off. And by the way, why would anyone blow us (laughs) off? I know, but this is the Um, thing. Like, It is so unlike you or me. I mean, if if somebody even sends me like a, a, a reply to a reply, like here's the invoice I say, got it. Thank you. And then they reply back and say, no problem. And I'll reply back and say, sure, it'll come to you. Like, I, I can't. Do you m- reply? Do you do you respond to those um, those automatic emails that are sent about, you know, hey, just checking in about your sales platform? Okay, no, I don't. <laughs> but but okay, I'm just good. saying something is happening. This something is happening with the way people are choosing to communicate today, or in this case, not communicate. That I, I honestly, I'm at a loss. I feel like I'm, it trapped in this, gen. It's not gender, although I honestly do think that we've there had are experiences. gender. As, there, there are gender. gender aspects about this. You know, here's one gender aspect that I've noticed, which is, if you email to inquire about the status of a decision. Okay. Yeah. If it's a female you ask that of, she will give you the blow by blow, even though it hasn't been decided yet. If it's a man, 
they simply do not reply. Right, right. They don't respond. Until the decision has been made. Why would I waste my energy on the in-progress report? In other words, I'm not interested in taking care of your emotional needs in the meantime. It's either decision or not. Right. And they don't feel but, bad but, but about it. Gender, Suzanne, don't you think it's generational? Yes. Well, that, when I, that's a funny thing. When I started to say gen, what I really meant was generational. And then we went to gender, although I think it's both. But the generational thing, which is so funny to me, because I have a real trigger around this. So my father is one of those people who insists on getting a phone call. So if he does anything that he feels merits a phone call, you know, a a gift, he inquires about something, he really wants you to call. And and Uh so when when he agreed, when he not agreed, when he offered to pay for dinner the other night when I went out with him, (laughs) did he pay for uh, dinner? Should I have called? Because I emailed a thank you. Well, and I said thank you. Mm, no, I think that was that was sort of a more informal transaction. But if let's say a gift is given, a real gift, like a physical gift, he really wants a phone call. And and so I'm now in a position where I have to tell my kids who are being raised in a world in which you make a phone call, like a phone call, really? Can't oh, I just yeah, text? I hit, Can't yeah. I just You know, even even what I've noticed is even texts. It used to be just I'd say three years ago that if you got a text, you answered it more or less immediately. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you just did. That is no longer true, Suzanne. Right. Oh, I see. This is the thing. I feel much more free ignoring texts than I do emails. I I don't know why. Right, because I could be in the middle of something. Right. Right. Or it could just have blown by. It's almost like Twitter. I either saw it or I didn't as it was passing by my screen. But I do notice, by the way, that you feel very free to ignore my texts. (laughs) Your dad, like the 80 of them from this morning. But this is where I'm, I'm trapped right now, especially when it comes to a potential client like this, where what? How hard do we push in today's world of communication options? I mean, I'm now stalking. I mean, I'm now become a, an official stalker. But part of it is well, that what I just about, what I, about Apple Watch? What about the people who've now adopted Apple Watches, where you get like, I don't even know what a message looks like on the Apple Watch, but surely that's going to change response time, right? Well, it'll yes. Or no, because I, what I'm getting from people with Apple Watches is the one-word response. And, Rachel, this is very dangerous to you and to me the, oh. because we, we're masters of an art form, and that art form yeah. is the long-form email. God, it's so true, Suzanne. And I'm always now aware when I send one of those amazing emails that they're Reading it on their phone yeah, and are right. probably incredibly irritated. Irritated. I mean, or reading it on their wrist, like turning on this teeny tiny little square and trying to read it. I mean, the, this is, I feel still that there's a certain kind of decorum that should come with communication. If somebody, like when we sent a, a, a client a deliverable, a hefty deliverable, there still feels to me like a basic decorum, which is, Got it. I'm in receipt of it. it. Acknowledge it. Absolutely. I agree. There are protocols that cut across generations. I really do agree. But we're just in this weird moment where there are three generations that we have to be conscious of. And you really have to stop and think, how are they reading this? How is my end user taking this in? And what is... What are the habits of my end user that would change my communication protocol, right? This is like back to our 
you know, principles of knowledge transfer, right? Where we were like, think of your end user, plug into their habits. So we have the generation of your parents, my parents, we have the generation of us, and then we have the generation of our kids, all three super different. Yeah, it just I find it irritating that I have to always think about their communication needs because what about mine? What about my need to at least know and and hear that you are in receipt of the thing that I sent you? I mean, th- this is where I just wonder, okay, if some of this isn't just an excuse that we have all this new technology and it's supposed to make us more efficient. I just think, why can't we People get... People have bad manners. Yes. This is, this is another uh, arena for bad manners. Bad manners. But here's another thing, Suzanne. The phone call, which you mentioned earlier, the thing, the reason that I dread it so much is you never know if you're going to be in the hands of somebody, and we all have people in our lives like this, who cannot get off the phone. Oh, where I say, oh, yeah. okay, well, I've got a meeting now, and they go, so how are your kids? I, 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 isn't that oh, amazing? I, oh. I actually have people in my life where I think our relationship has suffered tremendously because they don't know how to do a five-minute or under phone call. Yes, and so I absolutely. have zero ability. I mean, zero ability to call them because who among us actually has 20 to 30 free minutes? I mean, I don't commute. So it's not like I'm driving into an office from the suburbs to the city. I'm not, when I'm home, I'm either working or I'm with my kids or I'm doing the dishes or I'm like, who among us has the 20 minutes over tea or a cup of coffee by phone anymore? I don't. All of this takes, all of this, basically what we're talking about is it takes an enormous amount of consciousness, both of yourself and of whom you're talking to. We should all... You know, this is about communication protocol in the new era. I don't think it's going to be this bad in 20 years where everybody has the same habits, but maybe it'll always be shifting so quickly. So what do we, so what do we, I mean, honestly, so let's just go back to Natalie. Like, what do I do? I mean, I'm now at a point where I have tried all methods of communication do you back off and just assume, you know what, when she gets to I it, she do. gets to I it? I think you do. Although remember so not last like year me. when I backed off of one of our clients whom I just thought, well, he never, never answered me. And then two, a year and a half later, he said, what are you talking about? I never got that email. Right. That's, well, that's the craziness, right? Sometimes our emails just don't go through. I really do believe there are times when the emails don't go through. I mean, you know. I, I refuse I to believe myself. I was about to say I refuse to believe the, what might be the alternative. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess I'm just gonna, you know, I'll give it one. I, I'm shameless. I'm gonna give it Put one her more. Door, Suzanne. You show up at her door. Yeah, I'm gonna give it one more try. Okay. Right. Bye. Talk to you later. I'm